Drone Talks is an online platform to spread ideas and to educate in the drone ecosystem. At Drone Talks, we discuss technology, regulatory, business, and ecosystem topics openly with industry leaders to enable and foster innovation for a better future. Hi, everyone. Today, I talk with Ben Marcus, co-founder and managing partner at UP Partners, chairman at Airmap. Hi, Ben. Hello. Great talking with you. Thanks for accepting my invitation. Pleasure. So, Ben, you are a really well-known person. So, I was just wondering, what's your story? Okay, so uh, I live in Los Angeles with my wife and daughter and our cat. And uh, I got my start uh, in aviation when I was 10 years old. I grew up right next to a small airport here in Los Angeles called the Santa Monica Airport. And I uh, was fortunate enough to be able to take a flying lesson at 10 years old. And I was immediately hooked to the drug that is aviation. And um, grew up learning to fly. I used to wash airplanes in exchange for flying lessons and uh, met my best friend at the airport. Still my best friend. We've been best friends for 27 years since we were 11 now 38. We grew up together, learned to fly together, uh, became flight instructors together. We used to ditch uh, high school to go to the airport and teach people how to fly. Went to college together, studied uh, aviation and aeronautical engineering. And then uh, out of college, um, we went and started working for a company called Eclipse Aviation that was building a very light business jet called the Eclipse 500. I was in flight test engineering and sales and my best friend Cyrus was in uh, propulsion systems engineering and sales. And then in 2006, we started a company called Jetaviva, and Jetaviva has grown into the world's largest broker of business jets. Uh, we have several thousand clients in about 50 countries around the world. And in 2014, I started Airmap. And the, the common thread that ties all these things together is a passion for flight. And not only for flight, but a passion for helping people benefit from flight. Uh, we believe that humanity should have the ability to go up in the air and not be stuck at the surface of the earth. In fact, today, only about one in five humans in the world has ever set foot on an aircraft. So very few people are actually benefiting from the magic that is flight. And those of us who do benefit from it from time to time are, are doing so only occasionally. You know, flying from London to Paris or London to Los Angeles, you know, every few months, something like that, rather than aviation being a part of everyday life. And so we see tremendous value that can be unlocked uh, from the sky. And uh, in 2014, I got really excited about how drones are going to make an impact on uh, people's well-being. I, I saw all of these amazing innovators all around the world building great drones and building great software for drones. It was very clear to me that uh, aviation was going to proliferate all around the world. But nobody yet was really paying attention to how we were going to manage the airspace. It wouldn't really matter how great an aircraft you have if you can't fly it at scale. If, if you're still constrained by the existing airspace system, it wasn't really gonna matter. And so we thought that by building an unmanned aircraft traffic management system, we could unlock the great potential that there is for, for aviation and its ability to impact people's lives positively. And, and that's why we, we started uh, AirMap. So, here we are about five and a half, almost six years later, and AirMap has grown into the global leader in unmanned aircraft traffic management and extremely proud of the team that we have and um, all the fantastic customers that have come along the way with us. Wow, what an achievement in six years. You made, you know, from a small startup, this huge name like AirMap in the drone industry, everyone knows it. So, you know, you are the chairman of the board currently. 
So as a chairman, I was just wondering, what's your privileged perspective on the state of the industry right now? So where where drones go in the next few years? Yeah, I mean, I think we've gone through some interesting cycles of, of excitement and, and disillusionment, if I would you know, borrow the terms from, uh, from, from Gartner's hype cycle. But I think now we're sort of on the upswing of realistic applications, enterprise adoption. Uh, we're seeing all kinds of real value being delivered by virtue of this technology. And I think a lot of these trends are actually being accelerated by COVID. We're you know, seeing drones being used in direct response to the pandemic. We're also seeing drones uh, being used in sort of indirect, but in, in ways that have been accelerated because of the pandemic, things like acceleration of industrial automation, reducing the, the dependency on human labor for performing industrial inspection tasks, for example. Of course, contactless delivery uh, becoming a more and more important uh, theme, not only in last mile delivery to consumers, but across the entire supply chain, from raw material to factory and factory to shipper and shipper to distribution center and distribution center to the, the ultimate end, end customer. All across the supply chain, companies are wanting to move toward contactless delivery. And so I think you're seeing lots and lots of demand for uh, drone technologies. And as we look forward uh, over the next few years, um, I think you're, you're seeing that not only in developed parts of the world, but also in developing parts of the world, that this technology has this incredible opportunity to really positively impact people's everyday lives. For example, in Rwanda, I'm sure many of your, your guests know that Zipline has been delivering blood to people who are in need of, of blood for many years. Uh, I think something like every seven minutes a drone takes off and delivers blood to somebody in Rwanda. More than 50% of the blood supply in the country is delivered by drone, not by car. So really saving lots of people's lives. But we're seeing proliferation of these kinds of services across uh, India and Southeast Asia, Pacific Islands, really everywhere. And now you're starting to see it uh, also in developing parts of the world. Uh, here in the United States and Europe, we're seeing more and more uh, drone deliveries becoming reality. So I, I, I really do believe that we're at a phase that we should all be very excited about that in the next few years, drones are truly going to become part of everyday life. And I'm, I'm psyched to be a part of it. That sounds interesting. Scaling is is really something what I am looking forward personally and I'm loving that you think because of the pandemic aviation is not in a challenging situation but the innovation part such as drones get out positively uh, from the situation so what do you think generally about innovation so I don't want to limit to drones like I love it you are an entrepreneur you you know you have a lot of eggs in, in a lot of baskets around so what do you think about the um, innovation generally? Which direction it should go? Or what's what's the biggest wow in the next uh, few years? What's the hot topic, you know? Yeah, well, I, I agree with you that aviation, generally, the established aviation industry has been challenged to a great degree by this pandemic. But there's other parts of the industry that are rising quickly, like like the drone industry. And uh, I think that a lot of the established players, whether they be uh, industrial players or regulators or customers, are, are seeing the real important mandate to innovate. Uh, I think we need to look forward. We need to start at a, a, an end state, start at the future and work backward to think about how we need to work, how do we need to iterate to achieve the desired future state. To use a, a term from a consultant friend of mine named Mark Johnson, this is future back thinking. And uh, I think finally, when you have a big, you know, unexpected event like a pandemic, 
it forces people to move to that future back thinking rather than just sort of living in the established status quo and being happy with small iterations. And so, so we're seeing this like all around the world, not just in aviation, but in so many other industries. And we're figuring out how to apply technologies across domains. So you're seeing technology from cloud computing and artificial intelligence and, and electrification, all of that making its way into all kinds of industries that, that the technologies may not have initially been developed for. And I think in, in aviation and in drones and electric vertical takeoff and landing, EV tolls and so forth, we're beneficiaries of that. There, there's incredible technology uh, coming from mobile phones, uh, artificial intelligence, self-driving cars, electric cars, all of this that, that is making its way uh, into the third dimension of, of transport. And it's reducing the cost, it's improving the performance, it's increasing the accessibility, it's increasing the environmental sustainability that can ultimately be uh, delivered through, uh, you know, the, through the air. And, and so I think it's, it's a very exciting time. And I'm, I'm so thankful to you know, all of these technologists that have built all this great stuff and, and we can now use it in, in flying. That's amazing. I, I cannot agree more. That's super important, serving the needs. You know, there is a situation and all these technologies should finally serve the needs of that. So yes, thanks, Ben, talking uh, with us. And uh, it was really great uh, listening your thoughts. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. This podcast was brought to you by Drone Talks Online, a platform designed to spread ideas and educate in the drone ecosystem. Search for dronetalks.online to hear from more of our industry leaders and to find out how you can get involved.